This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. So let's head to our lightning round, uh, presented by Data.World, and I'm going to kick it off first. So just quick yes or no, a little bit of context needed. But um, So does your metadata model have to be fully designed before you can start automating governance? No. But the more structure that you have in the meta model, the better. But right. So no. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So next question. Um, would you say that as regulations are, are codified and as things like the EDM Council uh, you know, the work streams and the standards become more popularized. Is governance now becoming mostly cookie cutter? Like, is it over 50% cookie cutter? No. And should I qualify that? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, in, it's moving in that direction for the, for the, the, the mundane. Mm -hmm. But actually, the real opportunity is in the offensive data marketing, which is always linked to your business purpose, which is always unique to your organization. Mm, yeah, the purpose is always unique. The purpose, yeah, that's unique. All right, next question. Is governance metadata a good place to start for your first knowledge graph? Yes. You know, a lot of people are like doing knowledge well, graphs of you know, the thing about your, about your people, about the, right? Uh, okay, so I'm going to so, qualify that because yes. I'm, I'm very into data management. But actually, knowledge graphs are incredible for fraud management, for IT asset management, for network exactly. resilience. So um, uh, all of those are beautiful. Um, data management is also a great place to start. What I would say is all of those use cases should be coordinated in such a way that they're building out your enterprise knowledge model. So that so then that's do it with RDF or, or label property graphs, but something that you know are so going to... Don't do it in silos. Don't do it in, in silos, because yeah. then you're building out your own... More applications thing. that happen to be in a graph. I, right ideally, now. your knowledge graph is cohesive and these things are coming together. Exactly yeah. right. People are kind of painting the picture for you, bit yeah. by bit, right? And mm. and while making money and, and, and making business benefits from their in individual use cases built on graph. Final question, Tim. Should all data organizations aim to automate their governance? Yes. But, well, augment, I don't, I think full automation, I'm a big fan of the context of metadata ops. So mm -hmm. this is some people who have the responsibility for ensuring that the automation is actually serving the purpose of the business. But yes, everyone should be striving for automation around this to, to the extent that it is. Reasonable. Can I interpret that as, so when you say augment, keep humans in the loop, Yes. but automate as much as you can with that caveat. 100%, work smart with mm -hmm. technology. All right, Tim, takeaway time. This was an awesome conversation. I knew it would be. Um, so <laughs> some quick takeaways, because uh, I know we've got some delicious dinner coming up here shortly. Um, you can automate your governance, and you should. Yeah. Uh, and this is the direction that we're moving in as, as data organizations, as, uh, as governance uh, in general. Uh, and you mentioned that, you know, really, uh, semantic metadata is progressing, and this is a gradual process, but it's, it's getting to a point where now we can automate a lot. Uh, and more on automation later in the takeaways, right? You started with the history. You said that you know in, in 2008, the collapse of Lehman's and the regulations that happened in the States, that happened here, uh, here in the UK and, and across the world, uh, it really was kind of a trigger point to say, look, we, like, we can't just hope that you're gonna do the right things around data, we're gonna, we're gonna mandate it, right? Uh, and uh, the initial response by organizations, especially in the financial industry, because that's where it applied more, was pretty manual in nature. Stewards going in and doing a lot of 
work in spreadsheets or databases and things like that, right? Of course, now we know there's technology that's kind of emerged to, to, to help solve a lot of this, but um, you know, um, uh, the scope initially was, was semi-manageable because it was a very focused set of processes and data, but data has gotten more complicated, governance has gotten more complicated, now just not just financial institutions want to do governance, so it's becoming a bigger, a bigger thing, right? Um, to automate, you probably need to start manually, figure out what you need to achieve, but you want to try to automate from there. You mentioned accountability is important. You uh, mentioned also that um, regulators are really starting to push more towards regulation as code. Uh, and this is a good thing for everyone because as we codify, it means it's going to be really easy to interpret. It becomes more explicit, right? If this data is related to a German citizen, then yada, 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 right? And, and that's going to make things a lot clearer for everyone, a lot less vague, a lot less open to interpretation. Um, and you mentioned that especially things like data privacy, GDPR, these are a lot of the, the, the emphasis of how kind of governance is focused these days, and, and we talked through different aspects there. And before I pass it to Juan, you started to talk a little bit about the path to automation, which is you kind of have to see automation as answering a query. Um, as things become more codified, then we can use the metadata to actually drive the automations around governance or regulation. And you should really think about organizing your metadata into an information model, and that information model should be a knowledge graph. Yes. Should be RDF. With that, over yeah. to you, Juan. Well, I think the key word here, and I've said it before, it's codify. Then we need to have that in a, on a T-shirt, like codify, <laughs> right? Codify, and then you're coding this, and you're coding that. Those things are linked together. You're, it's a graph, and then that's where the knowledge graphs come in. And I love how you say, like, how do we explain the knowledge graphs to everybody? It's, yeah, it's a mind maps is one way to think about it. And then we start seeing that, uh, first of all, like, we've all had schemas. We've all thought about this stuff, but then uh, the NoSQL movement took the pendulum to one side, and then now we're bringing it back about it. And I love your analogy, your examples. Like data models are important. And one way to explain it is like, just look at your org chart. Do you ever think about like, no, that org chart is not important. Like that org chart does not provide ROI. What's the ROI? What is the ROI chart? for that? No, imagine you didn't even have one. Like, it, like you need to know who you report to, who reports, and who to, who to contact, who's related. Like there's so much context in there that you kind of almost take it for granted. This is an important thing. You can't even imagine a world where you wouldn't have that. Mm -hmm. And then we really dive into the EDM council, right? So all this is incredibly valuable work. It's a nonprofit. So many different large organizations in the world have gotten together to develop DCAM, right? Which is a, fr a big framework that has been heavily involved, informed by all the bank regulations. And then the CDMC, right? This has created a standard to have uh, to repeat all these requirements from all the hy hyperscalers around. Have this information model that really is combining all these existing standards the, from data cataloging governance, like Egeria. DCAT, the data catalog uh, vocabulary from the W3C provenance, uh, and all of this is in RDF and open standards, which effectively is this blueprint of your digital twin that you can go do that provides all that metadata about all this infrastructure that you have within the organization. Um, how do we become aware of these things out there right now? Like, so your 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 recommendations. Let's get trained on cloud solutions, but also realize it's not just being specific on a cloud, but we also think about you need to be portable, right? You yes. need to go move around things. So again, more keywords here is thinking about interoperability and flexibility, and all this stuff is changing, right? Regulation, your data is changing, your regulations are changing. And uh, when do you start? Start now, there's nothing stopping you from doing this. And the way to start is to really understand your business strategy, understand the business outcomes, your architecture, uh, and this is going to help you drive understand what is the purpose of all of this, right? Is it is it for regulation? Is it for effective billing? For revenue assurance, right? What understand that purpose? And the moment you're understanding that business, codify that. This is the beautiful moment to truly have 
those uh, have it in code such that you can start automating more of this. So to wrap up, we said, what should you automate now? What shouldn't you automate now is all the rules, these business logic, right? You can all these detections that can be done and you can start with simple things like this regex and then let her get complicated with fingerprinting. And what you shouldn't be automating is really the semantics, the extracting that knowledge. You need to go talk to people and you need to go figure out uh, what those data models are in people's head, how the business is working. Yes, there are tools to augment you into it to make you more productive, but don't outsource that. You do not want to outsource your understanding of your own organization. Fantastic. How did we do? Anything we missed? That's an amazing summary. You know, I think you that, that was all you. All right, to wrap it up, because we got dinner coming soon, is three questions. What's your advice? Who should we invite next? And what resources do you follow? Well, first of all, yeah, my advice is um, very much in line with this. Get, get familiar with Knowledge Graph. Get familiar with the EDM Council. Love it. Knowledge Graph, EDM Council. Who should we invite next? Python String Hold. Who? Um, Python String Held. Okay. So. <laughs> Python String Held. Absolutely, I'll send you the the spelling. Love it. Okay. Um, and and what I would recommend is is his his book, Data Management at Scale, the second edition that has just recently come out. Fantastic. And I think it's it, it really underlines a lot of the stuff we've discussed. And Robert, what resources do you follow? Books, podcasts, newsletters, well, people. Um, I'm a big fan of, of, of Python. I'm, uh, um, I'm a, a big fan of semantic um, uh, semantic web uh, training as well. So, um, I, yeah, these, these kind of uh, resources, I can send you a list of right. to add to the show. Well, Ben, thank you so much. Just quick, next week, I'm going to be on vacation. I need to take a break. <laughs> but we will actually record. Uh, we'll have a, a Tim and Juan rant yeah. on, on on what's been going on the last We'll do a little months. bonus episode. We'll do a bonus uh, episode. You know. yeah. But with that, Ben, I look forward to it. thank you so much. Cheers. Appreciate thank it. You. Cheers.